I'm Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net, and uh, today we got Meg. Today we got Spreezy and Force Ghost Rob on the set of Three's Company. But from what was it called? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I recognize the background. I saw that shit in the theater. Good stuff. Yeah. I like so. that Chris is here. I like Chris. I like Chris. You know, you know what's funny about Chris is the one story about him that really stuck in my brain for some reason. Was his story about bills? the date he went on? Oh well, we still only got that. <laughs> it is the best, though. I mean, it was good. Getting yeah. catfished by a little person is kind of funny. I mean, you know, Isn't I it? mean, we could all agree it's kind of funny. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> it, 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 I've been, it, been it, on a date since. That's just scarred me. Like, I'm too scared to go out. And... Hey, I I went on a, a date with a beautiful girl, and I was like really into her, and then a snake bit her face, and it wouldn't let go, and there was blood in it. It was her pet. I didn't know to pull the snake off to kill the snake it, and it was just a bad night and then she was and then she was like crying and then she like crawled up on my lap and went to sleep and i stayed there for her with her for two hours and i was like i'm really bored and she doesn't have a tv i want to go so i like moved her and i got to my car when i got to my car i got a text message going you son of a bitch how could you leave me after what i went through and all this stuff and i was just like Them's the rope. Sometimes you get catfished by a little person. Sometimes a snake bites a lady's face. We just got to roll with it. Wait, Jason, mm-hmm. I'm no Australian, but was this snake a trouser snake and was it yours? No, that would have been a good date. This was the worst date I ever went on. Yeah. So, yeah. That's messed up. I'm, my, sorry. I'm sorry that happened. <laughs> sorry about it. My worst date ever started talking to another dude and was playing darts with him and I just left him there. <laughs> hey, so, you know I what? I just left, went. And since I didn't have a cell phone, no one could ghost or complain or, you know, like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm not owning a phone. I hate phones. Yeah. I didn't get a phone till 2010. <laughs> I held up for the longest time. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, Spreezy's got Pershing glasses on, so I think we're ready to start reviewing the episode. How do we have to? <laughs> so I made, I made a slideshow. Here we go. Slides. Slide. Slide. Okay, here we go. So, yeah, we open with actually, in my opinion, the true ending of the last episode. They just kind of like, we're like, you know what? Let's uh, put that onto the other episode. That way it, it, it's more action packed. And then they're like, yeah, it's a good idea. I bet you that's what happened. But that's just a guess. But Bespin the... is being cheated in the, in the live chat. Okay. Uh oh. What's Bespin saying? Chris out. Here banging Jawas like Pelimoto. <laughs> uh, hey, I hey Chris. Say, last yeah. night I rewatched the last episode with the wifey because she hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. And uh, I was putting it off because I was like, I don't want to sit through this again. And so we, we watched it. And uh, yeah, you know, I mean, some things don't play as long as they felt the first time around. Mm-hmm. But it clearly looks like he was dragged underwater in the, yeah. the end of the last episode my wife didn't ask me at the end because i didn't say anything to her i don't i don't you know i don't preface or i'm just curious to see what the reaction is from a normal person not not mm-hmm. not like me the psycho yeah yeah. And she goes was he did he just fall or did he uh he get dragged i'm like well he had to get dragged right because like look how far down she has to go with a rocket pack like <laughs> yeah like it's an incredibly long distance and in this one he's like i just fell 
I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> like, like, this is weird, dude. This weird. is weird. Well, no, weird well, writing, man. Like, no, no, I don't think so. I, I, I think that it's meant to give ambiguity between both characters, which is what we deal with right here. She's like, did you know? He thinks he he thinks that's what happened. What the confusion is, he believes it. So it's real enough that it that or it's it's it maybe it's plot. You know, maybe it's like plot heavy in that way. But it's like. He believes that's what happened. She tricks him right here. He's like, "Oh, I thought yeah, basically I, I, I thought there was another." Doing. I'm just saying thought, the execution of this is. Yeah, I don't know, man. But 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 he his confusion is the same as the audience's essentially. But she knows what happened. He has a rocket pack too. Oh no! No, he took, <laughs> took he took it off. He took off his. Why did he get knocked out? That only Bo-Katan saw it, and she's just not telling anyone. That's 100 percent what happened. That is without a doubt. So, well, she, but he, she well, how did he get knocked out underwater if he just fell down? It's water. Like it's he didn't. Not, he didn't just a... fall down. So he, he was. Oh, he yeah, was yeah. dragged down. He goes. He he like he like steps into the water, goes in deeper than things, and then just goes, goes boom. It's something like pulls him down, slams him down onto the floor. But it's for he, he's knocked out. He gets so the mythosaur has little hands like T Rex hands. Uh, like well, that's what like that's what I said on Santa's show. <laughs> on Santa's show yesterday, I said that's the whole thing is if you the, the actual suspension of disbelief is and from what we think the creature looks like, does it have little tentacles that grabbed him? You know, it does it. Did he do it with his mouth? Because we think that would have hurt him. But any, but anyways, I I think it's meant to be more of a mystical, truly a mystical experience. I th- I think what's going on here, plot wise, is. The Mandalorians have lost their way for centuries, maybe. I don't know, for quite some time. And then the Mythosaur retreats because this is a Mythosaur. It's mythical. It's it's not, it's a, it's, this is their version of the force, you know, so to speak. And so everybody's eradicated. The planet is sort of cleansed. A pure person shows up in the water. And what happens when that happens? The Mythosaur comes back. And then Bo-Katan is in the, it goes in there, and then she's the one who pulls him out, obviously. I don't think it was trying to kill him. Maybe it was even trying to lure her down there, uh, sort of like the rabbit down the hole kind of thing, you know? And then uh, she comes out knowing this, this knowledge, but he, she's all, in the subtitles, you see anything down there? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I think I just, uh, you know, I've fallen and I can't these. get up. She's messing yeah, with him. She's she messing knows. with him. No, she's being a withholding bitch is what she's being. No, I'm kidding. But she is she I, is uh myth, she's manipulating the situation to her advantage in some way. That that's what I think. And I also think she wants to tame the mythosaur for herself. Yes. Because I said that in my breakdown, but people were telling me like she's in denial. I don't think she's in denial. They nope. wouldn't have done that pan across um the covert at the end where she we see the mythosaur it. on the wall. She it. knows exactly what she saw and she knows yeah. what it means. Yeah, and and she's she um i interpreted the the first episode when we first watched it to be like that was her come to jesus moment but in actuality she's actually it's more of a process for her than i thought it was going to be because she like gets to the covert she's looking at the thing she's realizing holy shit they blew up my house and i'm in a cult but she's also like what if this is actually real like what if this what if they're right what if this stuff makes sense I kind of don't think she's going to be a long hauler with them. The, the, the problem I have but. is it's all said and they're showing you it, but I don't feel what she or, or get the sense that I'm thinking what she's thinking. I'm not in her head mm-hmm. as the average person. I don't, I don't have 
20 years of Clone Wars cartoons, right? To like mm -hmm. explain all this. So yeah, to me, this is like fan. lore bait. Instead of like fan baiting or click baiting, like it's like lore bait. I just put lore eggs, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. But now they're using it to like fill in. It's, it's There's a difference between rewarding people for having read something and getting like a payoff to mm -hmm. like, oh no, you need to see all that to know what the fuck's going on. So this feels more like the Iron I'm, Man two stuff of like you don't know what this this is and you I, know what that is. I don't is. think that's what this is though. So so like the idea that in this episode that you know hey I don't I don't have a family we're all disconnected but now I'm sort of or I can be connected in some way we're not really in our head with all that it's like like the last episode something else the wife asked she's like was all this stuff like is this like really fleshed out is this like real lore. And I'm like, yeah, it was in the cartoon. <laughs> you gotta no. like, like it would have helped a scene, you know, the, the that scene, the stuff when no. she was a kid. She's like, I flew here when I was a kid and stuff. Like in the middle of a battle. Like, yeah, we don't need to know that right now. Like, no, I no, know I, 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 I know all that stuff. I, I don't think that's what's happening here. Is that what what's happening here? Is that it? That she's going through through this. She's they've set it up very easily in the first season. I'm not like you. Your cult sucks dick. Your cult fucked up sure. shit. I don't like you. And then now, now she's like, but she's seeing that she's been like left by those people that have, that have no way. These people have a way. And so, so, but she's going to have to come to, I think it's, to me, it seems clear. She's going to have to decide if their bullshit way is the way, or if she's like her own self-actualized ruler and leader. Yeah, her moping it, in a castle for three episodes, mm, doing nothing is the way, right? Not three, but there was one episode, Rob, and she got up off her she's ass. She's moping and then, before and the, the first episode, so there's a bonus okay. episode of moping. Well, Just a mope, zero moping episode. They didn't Rob, make you sit there doing nothing. A huge fact. She was able to complete two Angry Birds games oh. on her throne. She did not do nothing. <laughs> Flappy Birds. Man, and it's not even on. It wasn't it's not the even, same. <laughs> it's not even on the Apple Store anymore. She had to find the actual APK and load it herself. So, yeah, yeah. to be fair, oh, Jason, nerd. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So then you know they're like, "Hey, this episode's going to be a weird one. Let's uh, let's add some tie interceptors and do a cool chase." And Rob, did you see the Batman shot? I, I saw the Batman. Yeah, you saw the Batman. Like everything like, else, they they yeah. really make sure you know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, look, the visual effects here are fantastic. ILM, mm -hmm. this episode, this season, you know, they're bringing the A game. On that company might have a future. Uh, well, I don't know, man. It's a bit, you know. I think I think spending no money and letting AI do everything for you is the future, right? Like I say, they put the ilm in film. ILM. When are we gonna get Tie Fighters with six fingers, Jason? That's what I want to know. Right? <laughs> give it, <laughs> give it time. Can I just say how good the first ten, ten minutes was? Like it was really, I was really into it. The first ten minutes, were like wow, this is Star Wars for me. And then it all went downhill from there. So. It goes downhill for you, huh? Okay, well yeah. we're we're, we're I have the opposite there. opinion. Really? I find yeah. the Star Wars of Star Wars boring, and I liked the entire middle part of the episode. The forty minutes of Persian. I want to. I want to go yeah. back to something I've said the last two episode reviews, Jason, and mm -hmm. it's that I told you I felt there needs to be a B story going on in here somewhere. Like mm -hmm. we're just hanging on people. We're hanging on Mando for periods where you need to cut away and then come back, so it feels like more time has passed in his story. Because when he lies down, he gets up, gets knocked out, wakes up, gets right back up, goes. It's like, yeah, I mean that's a complete episode, but like you need a little bit more pacing for this sort of stuff. 
so unless it's a movie where you got to like move it along like that whatever so this episode it felt like the last two episodes of b story were all safe for one episode <laughs> and well, it's like that you could cut back and forth mm-hmm. from this stuff and we'll get from the blade because there's a blade runner sequence right where he's talking to the robot like you could have started that off and then the third time you come back to this episode and it's changed for him right like there's just a different way to pace all these ideas I think that the first that that the last episode and the Mando bits from this one were probably part of that story, and then were brought over to this episode to make it a sandwich because they were afraid that the general Mando audience wouldn't accept an Andor esque story in the in there. So that was like their idea. I don't and I don't think I agree with but it. If they had taken but, but, uh, no, no, the, but, the but, Pershing but, stuff, because we don't have a villain it's so far in season four. We just don't have an outright villain. Yeah. Right? We haven't seen coming, this yet. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but but coming is if you have the Persian story and uh I don't know her name, the I don't know her name, the 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 Gideon officer. Yeah, I Kane. Kane. Yeah. All right. Kane, Kane, Kane. so Candy cane. If you get Persian and Kane, like if you start layering that that as a B story in the first episode, and then bits in the second episode, by the third episode, then it comes together. Then you know what I mean. Like I just, I'm I'm, just I'm all or nothing know, like, on it. I'm all or nothing on. It. I say you take those bits and you put them in the last episode, or you interweave it. But you don't do. I say the, interweave that, it the, because the, the, the book the, just thing compressing all of it into like a, a forty minute sequence is like look. It's trying to take four episodes of what they did in Andor and give it in one episode and go and see same thing. Like no, no, not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I see what you're doing, but not the same thing. Hey, space opera. <laughs> yeah, and and then and then like like so like the, but anyways, when you get into this to the to the Pershing like story now, which is where where we move after like the action sequences. We we get into like something. It's it's weird for for me because when I liked it, it felt Andor esque, but then in a way it wasn't Andor good, and the no. acting wasn't Andor good. No. So it, it and it kind of in a way proved to me that it's better to be all Andor or all Mando, but trying it's to trying to, to be do your a own little voice. Bit of, but yeah, but, but Favreau but, trying to like. But it's Sorry. been a question. It's been a question that we've had is like, what is the happy medium? Can you do a little bit of what Andor does and like pepper, you know what I mean? Pepper through. And I think that tonally you can't, which is why they didn't interweave these things. Well, there's, think- there's things you could do that, that mitigate some of it. So like there's things that they do with this Persian stuff where, and it's not just this episode. It's been the last two episodes specifically where they, they say things in exposition that we were looking at. And then they say them like, Okay, like when uh, when Persian sees the biscuits, he's like, "Oh, and the biscuits or something." You're like, "Yeah, we know, man." Like, or when he gets to the train, he's like, "We're at the end of the train. No shit, we can see." Like, it's just that's not the thing. Oh. It's just stuff like that. There's just stuff yeah. that's being said that we're looking at, and then he's saying it. You're like, "Yeah, man. Like, we know we're looking mm-hmm. at it." So yeah. it's just that kind of writing is not what Gilroy does. It's not what Gilroy. Gilroy like gets the character up in the morning. You see them like you know close up on like oh they're cleaning stuff they're looking out and then they hear and then they go out and they're making breakfast and then there's other stuff going on and like it puts you in the the headspace of that character this is not that this Mm -hmm. is more like abc television where oh look and we're seeing the character and they're doing and then they say like in, in an old episode of buffy when they would have buffy do adr so you you clearly got what was going on 
Buffy sucks. You, we got what was going on. You I, don't need I to just, do that. I like, think all of this works, though. I think this works for the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I think I, they, Megan, they I'm not picking on you. Okay, I'm not picking on you. But I think if you like the Attack of the Clones, this worked for you. Because yeah, this is yeah. like this oh, is like you're bad, right. I love Attack the of the Clones. <laughs> right. But right. you know how and I I'm see saying... it? I think the Mandalorian is, is chocolate and Andor is cherry. And sometimes you have two scoops and the flavors work. <laughs> right. As Mr. Miyagi says, good karate, bad karate. Karate so so get hit from both sides, right? Like 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 yeah, pick you got one. A mando sandwich. <laughs> but go go on, Meg. I mean, did you have anything? Were you yeah, saying yeah. something else? I'm sorry. No, I, I think that's basically the gist. Yeah. I mean, sure, the acting wasn't as good as Andor, but right. the scope of Coruscant and making it look as cinematic as Andor did works really well for what the Mandalorian is leading to. If they're trying to be like, you know, Gideon's escaped, and that was like um, some rumors amongst the, the residents of the Amnesty Project that mm-hmm. Gideon's escaped, and they need to build it up if they're bringing him back because... Otherwise, it just feels like every turn, every time Gideon returns, it's in the same sort of way. And this was just different. And it, it stands out as like, okay, this is the galactic, I don't want to say galactic capital because that's Chandrilla, but the center yeah. of the galaxy. And you've got Dr. Pershing, who was very important in the first two seasons. We know what he's been doing. This humanized him, gave him a different sort of spin. And then we have Katie O'Brien's character, who, I mean, we saw the betrayal coming, but it was still a bit shocking. The way mm-hmm. it happened. And then you're like, okay, well, she probably still works for Gideon then. And now we have this question of what's going on behind the scenes away from this, the New Republic, instead of it just being, because I feel like the volume always looks the same, no matter which planet it is. But this was just different. And I like it. Well, yeah. they, they've got a bigger scope of a volume. So they got a crane. They're, they're able to move stuff around now. But I would say that what you're talking about is plot, Meg, and what I'm talking about is themes and, and the, the ideas that they have here that, okay, the theme is that we, we've we seen Coruscant and Andor under Imperial control and what that looked like. And now it's under New Republic control, but guess what? It's like the same people, but they just got new jobs. But it's not as it's not as clean as you would think. You know, everyone is still watching you. You still have to check in. You still have to... There is a there. It's a passive control. It's not an aggressive control, but it's still not. Is it really freedom? Like what is it? And so there is these themes that are there. They're just executed so quickly and in a sort of sophomoreish way that like I get when someone says says, "Hey, this is uh this is cool. I like. It. I'm I'm finally seeing the things I want to see." I'm like, yeah, I get that, but there's a way to do this that isn't so. So, like, uh, I mean, when you have a guy look at a, 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 a what's what's a Akbar's species? I'm brain farting for a second. Mon Calamari. A Mon Calamari. Sorry. Look at and then goes. It's a trap. Like, this is not the place for that. In like a being tortured scene, you know, like that's oh, Rob, not. Don't you, don't you think the Mandalorian is sophomoric in its approach? It's always been very straightforward. It's always been very simple to follow. And it's getting, it's getting when, when, simple in that when you got a character Gideon. who isn't speaking and we're kind of walking with them, I think that works great. The Gideon stuff was not not good, and, so, I, and I complained about that in season two quite a bit. Like, I I think uh, this Pershing TED talk to me says that this story probably took a took a turn at some point. Because I don't think you're because it's like I feel like there's two two kind of ideas going on here at the same time. And the first is like I'm a successful, successfully integrated person. 
mixed with a story about how he's integrating and it's at the same time that's what i found to be very strange like he's like getting like to his apartment but he's also giving the ted talk mm-hmm. i i feel like there was like literally different ideas going on at once i think something changed and they like refocused the story at some point but they wanted to do this or they were already like deep into this like having filmed it and made it or something because that's part about about the story that I'm actually like the most critical of that I actually think this is actually rather stupid. Yeah, um, this, yeah, like if this guy goes south, if this guy becomes an imperial tomorrow or shoots up the office and saying Tarkin lives, uh, you you end up with like this TED talk from the guy with all these people, and it, it was very strange. But um, Jason, can I suggest something? Yeah, I think because I I completely agree with you. And there's two different angles for this um, scene. I think half of, I mean, the original idea for this scene is Pershing pleading to the people in some kind of sick public judging display why he should be allowed to work for the Amnesty Project after he was an Imperial. And then the second idea is like, I'm already on the project. Here's why I can better organ cloning and transplants and things like that. But the two ideas do seem very different, which is and why this his is job is to is to catalog like it's like a serial serial menial job. He's not doing any of this stuff. Well, he's not doing. He's not like he's not. I'm not saying even working with Clint. He's not even like helping little kids put band aids on or something. You no, know? no, like, but 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 yeah, that that's that's going to be his perspective. But remember, it's ultimately a giant head game. He he's he's in a test, and he's and he's going to fail it. Like this is all a setup. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and what's and her get, name? That's why I said. And that's then, why I don't mind a situation where you're showing how different is the new republic, right? Or any yeah. giant government that doesn't, you know, that well, that wants to like entrap anybody. They, I mean, there, there, there's a way to tell to show this that that I think you know graze things a little bit more, which I appreciate. You know, yeah. I just think that the execution, it's like. Is she torturing? Well, is she trying to, to turn him Rob, into something? Operation Paperclip. In real life, they'd be like, "Hey, you did a lot of bad shit. Come do it for us now." That's what. That's what would really happen. Yeah, this is yeah. Way become more president. Op- this is way more optimistic. Mayor. This is way more optimistic than reality. <laughs> they'd be like, "Hey, it feels. It now? feels like someone who watched Andor and didn't study history. That's all mm. I'm saying. Like, like whoever wrote it said, yeah. hey, with history, I would listen to the podcast. I can write that.'" And you're like, "Why don't you actually go do the research before you do all that?" Like. So I'm sorry, it's just how it comes across but to me. And then right here we have the very first sign that Padme had a secret love child with Paulo because his mom's heart gave out. She died of a broken heart, you guys. Think about it. No? Yeah. Meg? Yeah. No? Okay. Oh, what's love? You know what makes this even better? What's Doesn't that? he say what did he say happened to his mom's homeworld? Because could that apply to Naboo? I don't know. N- N- Naboo seemed like oh, like it was okay because like they weren't. I don't know though. Maybe, but <laughs> but old old man Pershing though. I mean, yeah, like like a, a lot of this is just weird, right? Well, I mean, it, it like I, I I liked it. I thought it was I was intrigued the whole time, but it it ultimately like it feels like a lot of very. It feels like three ideas are coming in at us at once, and it it's like the ambiguity of what is going on leads us just just to like dismiss it and move on but i feel like this was uh this feels like a little early little bit needed a little bit second third draft on this one you know it was a little first draft Jason, to me. 
I know we're probably going to come on to this, but did you also appreciate that Dr. Pershing listens to Audible before bed? I did. I did. I did. And um, there's a couple There's a couple of meta moments. Rob hit on the one with uh, Amaral Akbar. This is a trap. And then, yeah, the come to the dark side, we have cookies. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, I've heard from many, many people, as has Mr. Bulletin, that Favreau fucking loves memes. Like, loves them. Does stuff in the shows, hoping that they will become the them. The sad part about that, Jason, is, is yeah. I don't I don't follow that meme, so I remember that now, but I didn't wasn't the, yeah. the sad part is there is a thing in the military where you got guys who are like, man, I fucking hated that shit, but you're like, I do miss the pound cake and the MREs, you know? <laughs> you guys are like, oh, it's so the pound cake. You're like, yeah, that shitty stale fucking brick of you get this food where you you hate it when you have to eat it, but you do miss it. And so there is an element of yeah. like real truth to this, you know? Oh yeah. And I just wish it was, I, I just wish it was written by people that were on Endor and not, not Mando. It's, it's just, that's the bummer, you mm -hmm. know, like it could be even 10 times better than what you're saying now. Like, yeah. And we see basically Dr. DNA. <laughs> well, well, no, 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 Jurassic no. Park, right? if that, yeah. if that's where your head's going on that, you're actually overlooking the huge elephant in the room snow this is well it's palpatine yeah palpatine oh, pal snow yeah I don't look care. At it. what you're you're talking about a movie that doesn't exist to me so i could give two shits no no, you know? no it's that's that's it, you could you could go yeah, and but go his like face falls off so none of this works like he still has like a fucking dick nose that just falls mm -hmm. off he's got bony fingers and like, right he looks he looks worse he looks like he came from vulcanvania so how great the, does this cloning technology work when you're a walking zombie? Like, well, like, Rob, Rob, we don't like shows because the bad guys win necessarily, right? I mean, this is this this era is about yes, is do. about mitigation. No, he doesn't win. He they gets win killed until the very end. But you know, <laughs> it's, yeah, but he loses in the end, just just like Palpatine. Um, mm. But but anyways, yeah. But this is this is like right here is is a big answer that we've had. This is answering a question we've had about Pershing the entire time. Like, yeah what is he actually doing like 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 we had assumptions and the assumptions were largely correct but it was still a bit of of, of hearsay it was still a bit of it could have gone a different way you know and uh right here but yeah combining multiple strands to create replicas is like where his his mind's at and like he and the thing about pershing in this moment if when you like listen to his presentation though where he's flawed is it's not simply about like cloning an organ it's not about making a, a heart transplant for mom he wants to make the ultimate mom who cannot die who will never get cancer who will never never have any sicknesses that you know he wants to make a pure blood it's very nazi-like in a way almost person and um so when i was in this i was like this guy he seems cool but he is ultimately a fucking monster mm. and it's, thank it's, you for saying that jason it seems like everyone was saying Dr. Pershing's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's not. He's no. twisted. He yeah. may have started his, you know, scientific experiments with a very innocent mindset, but he is super twisted. He he doesn't care about the ethics of it. He literally yeah. tells Aliyah Kane, the ethics of cloning are complicated. As you say, he's he's got aspirations much bigger. It's why the New Republic wouldn't allow that kind of um, bioengineering, but he wants to do something it's like the same thing though, Meg. It's like the mad scientist. 
here's here's my take on it though my take on it is everyone in this universe at this point in time should be you made a whole fucking army that took over the whole fucking universe with this technology fuck off like no that's what they're saying they, no people are shaking his hands afterward we liked you remember we wanted to be in the oh clone was those too, were but I was those were the, we're those were the war profiteers that we see on uh in episode eight at the casino those are the I don't, I don't, I don't know yeah. if I see. And anyone. one of them, Jason, one of those aliens is on the train with them. That mm-hmm. big guy was yeah. in the Last Jedi. Yeah, his boss is nice to him. I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't, don't yeah. want to see anyone being mean to him. You know, but see that's him being that's, paranoid. That's the uh, point yeah. that it's that it's trying to trying to trying to push. And and like, but like like Pershing though, it's like the you know his intentions are good. He's just not correct. It's like the saying, like hell's paved with good intentions or something like that. And and it's like that's what that's where he's coming at this from, I think. And uh, so right here he meets these, yeah, these are the assholes. And look, look at this fucking guy. Oh, I would have served. They're like, oh yeah, the empire, it's same as the republic, same as like they don't to them, they're elites. It's it doesn't matter what happens to the rest of the galaxy. They're not the ones who are fighting the wars. They're not the ones who are suffering. It's Pershing, his mom, who, who died probably because they had shit healthcare on their planet. Not them. They're this fine. They're getting GIF parent. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah it is. <laughs> no, parent and this guy have definitely had their balls touched before. Let's just be honest. It's happened. Let's, I've seen it, her before. What, what was she in? I've seen her in something recently. Oh, yeah? That I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen her in something. It might have been uh, the Gilded Age or something. I can't. Remember. Yeah. I've seen her. Yeah. But look, look at this little Fez. <laughs> yeah, um, I like Fez. And then, and then right. Fez. So I, I, I could be, I'm probably reading into it a bit, but I, what I found interesting about like the, the setup of the scenes is that like, he's not like, you know, my name is Doug and you know, my name, my name is Jerry. They're all using like L to five twos and stuff like that. And a part of me feels like maybe that was a kind of a test to see if he would say like, you know, my, my name is Pershing. Like what, like what's your name? Because he's so indoctrinated into that imperialistic lifestyle that he is still FN one, two, eight, seven, essentially, as far as the, the system goes. And that's what they're all using those numbers. I don't know if it was a test that he was supposed to break out of or if they're all just still still kind of in it, you know, in the in the in that system still or what. But I thought that was interesting because like realistically, like when four people sit down, you know, in an apartment complex where it's like new people, whatever, they don't they don't you know, they don't use their badge numbers from work or something. Yeah, this is this is one of those ideas again where I'm like, okay. I get when you're in an imperial prison and they give you a number. So there's an idea that we've accepted you in the Republic, but you're not really using your name. You're not a human. Now you're a number to us. There's, there's an inverse here, but the execution of it is like, I get, I get what they're doing. They're doing all the things. And if you wrote down a list of things to do, right, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But the execution of it is very surface level. I don't know how to, this, this is the difference between mm-hmm. I, I, we can each make a pizza and put the same ingredients into it. Look, I made the pizza. Like, yeah, but, that pizza over there from New York is brilliant. And this pizza from Sabaros, it's got the same fucking ingredients. What's the difference? You know, (laughs) it's execution. So I don't know, man. Like also, (laughs) you know, when they shot stuff like, like I'd say the volume work on this is pretty good, but like, Mm -hmm. there's still a lack of atmosphere. Well, when they went on Andor, when they were actually outside, you know, you could tell they were outside. Yeah. You're right. Like, and this makes a big difference, you know, like you can dress a setup all you want. It still looks, I, look, it's like the difference. I like Batman 
89, that's as much as you can dress a setup before you may as well just shoot the fuck outside. Right? <laughs> like, I would have let Pershing's hair grow a little bit for the season and I would have turned on some fans like in some of in yeah. a lot of these scenes, but they all have very tight jailed tight hair, which is how they kind of get away with it. Like, well, yeah, it wouldn't be blowing because it's, but, but in reality there is subtle movement to it. Think about how, it, how cold it but, feels when Cyril's just walking to his mom's house, like, but rem- the feeling of that, but the compared but to the, here. Like, well, yeah, yeah, obviously. And, and it's like, it's, it's way better, but it's like in this, this setting right here, they went and did a, probably the same amount of visual effects shots for Coruscant as we got in the prequel films in, a, in an episode of a TV show. And it looks pretty good, though. Like overall, yeah, I'm not like, complaining like about for TV, compositing. it's very good. Yeah, it, for a lot of movies, I'm just saying that, it, you know, there's a lack of atmosphere, right? And mm-hmm. I'm, it's not, I'm not bitching on, but if you even think on the last episode when they went to Mandalore, they wet the streets, right? When he, when, when they're walking out on the, the planet surface and R5 is going to go take a sample and stuff, mm-hmm. like they actually wet the floor and then they CG'd, you know, put a little composite, some mist and shit blowing across the ground. Here it's like, it's, it's got to be windy on Coruscant all the freaking time, dude. They're way up in the air, you know. Yeah, the, uh, like, the uh, buildings block the block the breeze. Rob, deal with it. Buildings create funnels of. What are you talking about? No, <laughs> you no, been? you haven't been there. I've been there. <laughs> you, ever been to, you ever been on Star I, Tours too? I was first time I, I went to there. Frankfurt. Had had my whole fucking palm free just got blown right out my freaking hands. Don't hurt her. <laughs> they're at the top of the highest peak they're way up there the wind mm. i don't know man like it's 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 odd so rob rob wants a car or something wherever people are blowing around going whoa <laughs> i want them to feel like like they wear roads for a reason you know and they travel in cars and in places for a reason when they're out walking yeah. along a promenade in an open space it's not as hospitable rob, rob wants I'll tell you this point that we get one every five years i think lucasfilm need to start doing a much better job with background characters. They mm-hmm. all look the same. Mm-hmm. Every show. I'm not applying science to Star Wars, Santa. I'm applying previous Star Wars to Star Wars, Santa. But <laughs> you know, Santa's like defending no, green screens and then he goes and complains um, about the attack of the clones. Like, this is awfully weird. No, no yeah. It matters. I, no, I, I, I would say it's actually consistent with, with the prequel films in that way. So it's... Yeah, not good. Mm, not not good well at, at this point if that's where you know you're at with it you're kind of we're kind of deep in deep past that now nope, and it's not. you know but whatever um right here everybody drinks come do you like that part rob did you <laughs> i did thought you that was disturbing <laughs> oh man look so this, like, of all the things this is a production designer problem you know, and I actually went and looked, and it's the same production designer that has been on Mando for all three seasons and Boba Fett. So it's weird. I don't know where these is. These are just personal decisions. You know, I, I the way I took it was like, if they're all reminiscing about things they, 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 they miss about when they're military service, if it was like some kind of moonshine they were making that was like something that that they can't get anymore that only the empire made so they were making their own brew there's a way to do that well you're right rob but or they could just drink cum they could i know <laughs> i mean i mean let's just be real this 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 right here if you like favreau likes memes this is the ultimate meme you i know think about it <laughs> you know you're they knew exactly troopers. what they were doing with this scene they yeah. knew we were i would do anything for cum yeah but i won't do that they should have added like a a bit of comedy to it where 
the guy comedy. gives <laughs> yeah comedy the guy gives Pershing a glass and Pershing mm, mm. what is this and then the guy's like I made it myself wink yeah <laughs> also the guy in the middle sitting there isn't that like Steve Buscemi's hot, like younger brother, right? Like, like if there was like a pretty Buscemi, that'd be the I, dude, right, right down there. Like, so the the line what I would have written was, "Come on, guys, let's get out, let's let's bust out the good stuff. We're not a fucking Jedi hanging out on a secret mountain drinking let's drink some cum and listen. To let's some drink jizz, cum, Jason. Jason, yeah. let's drink cum and listen to jizz, right? Yeah. Like, let's. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I like it. If I, Jason I actually, was writing Star Wars, he'd have way too many puns. <laughs> He'd yeah. have someone look at the camera and go, "It's not like the Empire's going to strike back, <laughs> right?" <laughs> and then I, I like I, how no, here's, we're following here's, the here's... adventures of a science officer, and Star Wars Santa doesn't like me applying science to Star Wars. Like that—that's my what, what, most what I what I what I would have wrote. Meg is that guy right on the left. He would have shaken his glass, like kind of like swashed swashed it around, and he would have went, "Something's coming." You know what I mean? Like you'd had a feeling. A storm and, is coming. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. storm is coming. And then so, but any, anyways, um, it's very clear that they are just, you know, seeing how indoctrinated is this guy. Will he drink cum? Yeah, he still will. He's in it. He's <laughs> he's brainwashed. So in public, uh, yeah. And then yeah. right here, um, the yeah, come to the dark side. Box we here. got cookies. Happens. And, and uh, this is a good time to mention our boxu sponsors. Oh, we don't have one. No. Um, here's where you can upload up, upload uh, the picture to pershingfeetpicks.com. If that's uh, your thing, pershingfeetpicks.com. All the Pershing feetpicks. running. To, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I do get boxu, by the way. They're a fantastic service. So mm. just letting you know. I, yeah. I Jason, I may have been um, reading too much into this scene, but was the Imperial officer, what's her name? Aliyah Kane. Mm-hmm. Was she telling Pershing that he should eat her cookie? You know, <laughs> maybe, but honestly, she eats I, her own cookie. Meg. I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading the visual clues, and I don't think she's interested in him eating the cookie. Yeah, I know what you're saying, Jason. But it was just for fun. I've never yeah, seen a woman eat her own cookie before, but Joe Rogan would be impressed. Hey, you've not been on the yeah. exciting parts of the internet, then, Rob. <laughs> nope. Uh, I have. Uh, travel. You know what these labels remind me of. Remember the uh, the Chinese? There used to be that Chinese like pink wrapper cookie in the eighties that had like the little nut in the center. Jason, it was circle. Remember this? Like, did you ever oh, get the, this? Like, they don't the, make the, every the, Asian the, restaurant with, with like like the like the like the walnut, and it had like yeah. yeah. They were kind of yeah. orangey sometimes, but yeah, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are good. I like those. Yeah, me and Meg don't know we're we're not that old. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, we we know. <laughs> the minute you said. You eat cookies with nut in it. Mm -hmm. I had a different thought. Oh, were you were you thinking about that time in Star Wars that didn't come? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I prefer my Santa have that nuts. one on his on his on his list of predictions, like the come <laughs> sequence. Like <laughs> I have a question for you, um, you Americans. When yeah. they call them travel biscuits, do you imagine like a biscuit biscuit? Because you're I in do. the UK and in Australia. Biscuit equals cookie. Like I think in a biscuits and gravy. Whenever I hear that, like I hear like a biscuit. About several years ago, Meg, they started putting biscoff on all the planes out here, and uh, I used to like really love it because I love biscoff, and I was like, oh, I got biscoff, and then I made a big deal out of my wife, and then it appeared in Knives Out, and that's when I knew we you know full full cookie. You know, you know, you know who like, loves it? Biscuit. Nick from from Bespin Bulletin's podcast. He fucking loves that shit. I was like playing. 
like video games with him the other day, and he's like, chomp, chomp, chomp. And I'm like, hey man, can you fucking stop <laughs> chomping in my ear? He's like, I love Bruce Briscoff. And I was like, I do like okay, old Irish shortbread biscuit too. Good. <laughs> this is more of an Irish well, shortbread a than a, a funny story about that, Jason. Do you ever have it where someone doesn't realize their microphone is on? Because oh yeah, for like the first no for the yeah for the first year of my MPhil, which is like a pre PhD thing, mm -hmm. um, we had like Zoom meetings quite regularly, and this one guy on this one on the first meeting was very breathy, and it sounded like he was having an orgasm like constantly in his mouth, <laughs> and he thought he was muted, and people were like, "Who is that?" And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm having my lunch." <laughs> Sometimes I just have lunch right on the show, man. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Some of but our you get right up to the microphone and start, you know, going to town on it. <laughs> it was it was one Come step on. away from 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 Leslie Nielsen and Naked Gun, except for he was eating. Yeah, it was pretty close. He's like, ah, it tastes good. Nice beaver. <laughs> yeah, this is a good and, shot. Uh, Look, this, I, the music on a, here annoyed the fuck out of me, though. This cheerful music, this was weird. Like this was meant to be weird. This is supposed to be perverse. I, I, I watched the it. I watched just... the I watched the episode twice, and the first time I was like, "What the fuck are they going for?" And then knowing the outcome and what's going on, they're literally eating popsicles like it's the fucking dream post Return of the Jedi era that the expanded universe people dream dreamed of for a few minutes. Like it is, it is literally that, and it's like it's not. Yeah. It, it's not everything. Everything is still fucked. Everything's still sick. That, that's why I said like there's these ideas that they're putting on a big show, but it, underneath it, it's just filled with the same people. Like they had their mm -hmm. minds haven't changed any, right? Like, but then they're eating glow pops and yeah, it's just you're just staring at it like yeah, we're doing that now. Like <laughs> I know I was of two minds on the glow pops. I'm like the first part is. Oh God! They just want to sell that at Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland, and here we go. Find a way to make a popsicle stick cost ten bucks and add a ninety-nine cent popsicle on it. There we go. But um, at she the same didn't time, look like she yeah. was enjoying the popsicle. Like she, she put she it in her mouth for a minute, and then it was like she wasn't. I don't know how to yeah. say this without it sounding very wrong, but oh yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't into it. It was like just for half a second, yeah, well, and then she's like, "No, NFL. not for me." Yeah. yeah oh hey george in there yeah. yeah yeah a thumb check he he this was the last thing he pitched to us at the investors meeting was glowing glow pops and we got rid of him hey yeah all i'm gonna yeah. say is if that's Here what the popsicles do imagine what their butt plugs do just throwing it out there oh, well that was the other thing he brought up but you know. <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean i can I, answer I, that if you want jason okay. i've got a, i've got a good theory so you know that's that you had one. show coming out mm-hmm you know the one with the the little Jedi. Oh, uh, but what skeleton crew? Uh, no, the 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 whole oh, public the one. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. know that one species, that like blue Ewok species. They yeah. put those in the butt plugs. So when you put it in, they let that oh. one out, and it it claws away at the prostate <laughs> until you know what. Yeah, the old the oh, old yeah. Richard yeah. Gear trick. Yeah, yeah. Mark, yeah. Just a yeah, theory. A Marquan. Yeah, we call those Marquans. Marquans. Yeah, they, they they crawl up your butt and roll around until you know you shit them out. Yeah. All right. Well, Jason fine. misled us. He told us this. Jason told us this episode was going to be called the Prostate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> another one. Another one wrong. Another one. The way you're wrong, Jason. Just want to yeah, say I, when there's two white guys on this show only, it's far less sexual. Just putting that one out there. Like, <laughs> hey, um, yeah. 
when when uh no but, but i i've seen people like picking on this already and i'm like yeah i think the people picking on it are literally misunderstanding it they're they're, they're writing the tweet in their head before they're actually interpreting the scene correctly and uh, letting it, it play out i don't have a problem with the scene there's a lot of good ideas here i just think if had this stuff been interplaced in between you know a few episodes it wasn't just one after it isn't like 30 minutes of it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like one scene after another back to back to back had this been like cut in between some stuff you know you could have been like i don't like that b plot but then it, it'll pay off when shit goes south like this is a good idea seeing like the only bit of fucking life let on coruscant is like the tip of the matterhorn essentially it's like there's like a basketball court in that fucking thing yeah apparently. i think that's from the books right i think i read that yeah yeah before. i remember that i do yeah. remember that being a, a thing <clears throat> and so, um and, and I also think, like like I said, I think he's being tested this entire time. Like, it's a test. Will he touch the fucking mountain? You know what I mean? Like, he's not supposed to do it. He's still breaking the law if he goes and does yeah, he's it. Like, like he's, he's like in a weird Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like, they're testing him. And yeah. He's failing every test. And just arrest him already. If well, you don't and, like him, like. And, and, and <laughs> I, th I, think, I, think, I think a fair criticism of it is that she's a double, a she's a quadruple agent, basically. You know what I mean? She's like, she's, she's pretending to be their double agent yeah. but she's actually the the agent of gideon in the end like it, it's yeah th that's that's where can... you go like what <laughs> too dumb for this uh, that's that that's that's the part of favreau i'm like i don't know if you're the best person at writing that sort mm -hmm. of thing i don't know yeah. yeah he wrote this one one with a partner maybe he got maybe and this is where the where the, the other dude gets a writing credit for the first time so maybe this is one where he needed help you know but um, yeah, then we we have this moment where we have him meet the robot the first time he goes yeah. through and gives the right answers. And then we have like the second time where he meets the robot, which is really close to the first time. I thought that they should have been edited apart. Um, but and then basically this is where he starts to actually like unravel that he is having problems with his coworkers, that he doesn't like them see, this, or it. And th this should have just been the first scene we see of him in the first episode. You know, mm -hmm. he gets off, he gets ushered in through this. He's out of that detainment facility he said he was at before then. Gets put into here. You know, he's super happy to be there. And yeah. then by the third episode, you know, not so happy to be here. <laughs> you know, well, end of the second lying. act. End of the second act should have been he's seeming like he's a model guy. He does the TED talk. And then he gets convinced, though, they're not going to give you. They're not going to give you what you wanted. And then yeah, after by the, the TED talk, end he gets it. his new job. And it's that shitty job where he's doing nothing. And yeah. for like two episodes, he's doing nothing. And you're like, this is, you know what I mean? Like, this is total fucking waste. Of, this is not. I, I wouldn't done. go that far, Rob. It's not. That, that's like, that's kind of hyperbolic. I mean, it's not that awful. It's just, it could have used. I, no, I agree but it's you, his point more. of view. I'm not, again, I'm not telling people what to think. I'm telling you mm -hmm. what they, what the characters perceive. Mm -hmm. You know, when a character perceives something to be a certain way, even if that isn't the way it is, that's how they perceive it. Mm -hmm. So if they're going to believe that, get us to see how or to feel what they're believing yeah. versus just telling us what they believe because they said it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have went a little bit further with some of this stuff, too. Like per, my in my version of this, Pershing would have had an ankle bracelet. He is essentially on work release. Yeah, He's call. not. You know what I mean? He's and and yeah, therefore yeah. there would have been something about having to get the ankle bracelet off in order but, to get out. But it there glows. It glows yeah. like those pops. So when he's in bed, it's the only thing glowing uh -oh. in his room and he can't get any sleep because there's fucking light. He has to wear slippers to bed yeah. so he can sleep. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I thought this was a, a, was, was a pretty good shot, though, for pulling out the Andor kind of thing and not really being the Andor kind of thing in actuality. Yeah. And um, then we had this, this giant puppet man that we were talking about earlier. 
I appreciate the big puppet man. That was pretty cool, but they did kind of overuse him because they made him. That's that's what always been one of the um like the George Lucas a special effect without a story is a really boring thing. And the problem that most science fiction movies make is that they spend so much time trying to, trying to show you what they put in the background rather than just telling you the good story. And uh, modern star Wars is sometimes does have to justify the expenditures to their corporate over overlords. And they do do those shots a bit much. And they do use the, the character a couple of times in an episode to justify it. And, um, they don't listen to George Lucas enough on the, on that front, but I'm just fucking happy we got a fucking puppet. It's not just you know some actor from from L.A. who's <laughs> like, hey, you know, they actually built something. And he doesn't right? have a goofy voice like we're gonna find out later in this episode, right? He doesn't have. Yeah. A, How you doing? Oh, hello, oh, you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the corn fair. <laughs> like. Yeah, this is. Was I the only one that thought the old gun had breakout Gideon? Because I actually thought that they were on their way. Well, that was our trailer. That was our trailer assumption originally. Was that we see them in front of a star destroyer? We think, oh, they're going to steal that star destroyer and bust Gideon out in the same Mm -hmm. thing. And uh, I actually question knowing what they were doing here that they sold that idea in the trailers to the audience, which was actually the more fun, easily accessible, not deeper at all but the more easy uh here's your cake kind of like fucking moment um i don't think that that was wise i think that was a bad idea on their part because you know the idea that that fans had was inherently more fun like i said but not as deep that's I mean, my we're, take. we're still going to say them break out Gideon, but I thought it was coming in this episode. Well, there was some lines about Gideon that like something's gone on there, and so I don't know he's, if we're going to. He's already free. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to see the, him the getting broken out. The co-workers who are drinking come. They yeah. were saying that Gideon's already escaped, or what on the street is that he's escaped. So you think the next time we see him, he'll be already escaped? Is that what you? Is that what you think? Maybe? I think he's on. I think he's already somewhere else. Like. I think Jason's scoop about the um, the Praetorian Guards, that's when we're going to see him next. He's already got his own little um, cloning setup, similar to Navarro somewhere, and there's proper protections in place. And we also have, um, I believe it's not Thrawn's forces, which is what I kept getting asked, but we have at the beginning, um, they're attacked by the TIE Interceptors, and like, this is a lot for a warlord. Mm-hmm. So there's there's I I'm guessing or potentially um, I'm under the impression that this season, uh, in fact, I'm going to say I know we're going to learn about the various imperial factions and how they interplay. So with that said, um, I'm guessing that Gideon has gone maybe to the big boss, so to speak, like to the maybe to the Palpatine types or whatever the interim to that is. And he's being reinforced and and there's there's a reason for it because of what's going on. So who broke him out then? Yeah, that's that's how are they going to handle that? Is that going to be satisfactory? That that's that's a good, huge, valid question. Are they going to show it? Are they going to do a flashback to how it happened? Or is this going to be like, oh, I have returned. Aren't I a rascal? And you're going to be like, yeah. He got out of the technicality, Jason. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're right. Jason, are you saying that one of these clones is already alive? What, you mean like Snoke? Yeah. 
No, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, like for all I know, he's just just talking to. For all I know, he knows to go to Exegol. You know, I have no idea. I mm-hmm. doubt it. But, but I mean, it's like, for, or it's some kind of interim there, or the, the cultists are coming to him, and you know, supplying him or something like that. But I really don't get. I mean, from a logistical standpoint, that I'm way overthinking. I don't really understand how how he goes from being that warlord in the beginning, if he is the one behind those attacks. Um, to all of those tie interceptors and all of those things so i'm guessing that the most likely outcome is that 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 beginning part is actually one of the different imperial factions that is that is now coming after him because maybe it's sort of like a five family situation when you fuck with one of the five families then they all kind of come on you because it come on you (laughs) come at you because it's a you know they're kind of all in the same boat there If, if they all start falling then it's gonna be dominoes that could be the case but um, but they're definitely setting it up like there's some kind of conspiracy thing kind of kind of situation going on right now. I have a really interesting theory, mm-hmm. which connects to um, Battlefront and some of the other post Jedi kind of lore. Mm-hmm. There were more Imperial factions, many of which did not want to clone Palpatine after Operation Cinder. So yeah. I reckon if what you're saying is true and there are other Imperial factions, which Giancarlo Esposito kind of teased in Toronto last year, mm-hmm. they could be trying to intercept what he wants the most, i.e. rule of Mandalore for whatever reason, yeah. just to piss him off. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it, it, the, like I, I keep going back and forth on Gideon's motivations when I just try to like, like take the whole thing apart and, I'm of the opinion that it, he just wants to wield Mandalore as a weapon. And then as it becomes more prominent, as he sees it start to come back, I think that's when his interest is. I don't think it's just revenge. Like you got me locked up. That seems a bit, a bit, you know, kind of, kind of candy assed, you know, but he's also not a Thrawn. And I don't think we're going to learn that. So don't really know what to make of it yet, but. Um, that's the fun, isn't it? That is the fun. That's that. That's that is the, the, the like week to week fun, and and before we go on too much too, I think this episode um might I think it could age better than it is on a week to week kind of thing. It might be one where where when you have you know eight seasons of the show, you're like, oh yeah, the Pershing one is kind of fun. I want to watch that one. It might be that. I don't know. It definitely is a standout episode though. It, that's that's the one thing that right now I'm going to give it credit on is it's not what I was expecting. It's not something that they've done before. It's not just, you know, Mando and the baby walk into a bar and then what happens, you know what I mean? Uh, which is, which it has its place and is fun, but I also feel like it's been done and uh, I don't really need too much more of that to, you know, the first two seasons, I think gave me a lot of that. So now I think we're moving more into the macro story area of it. And I do think that a lot of like the real casuals are going to start to fall off of the show from that. Jason, let me ask you this. After this episode, you finished watching the episode, did you have the urge to watch it again? Because with me, um, chapter 17, the, the first episode of uh, the new season, I wanted to watch it again straight after and after and after. This one, I have no intention to, to rewatch it. Did you feel the net like, do you, do you want to rewatch it again? I've seen it three times. So I, really? could, I was able to stomach it three times. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I don't really have like, I don't really have a huge problem with it. I watched it last night. And then, uh, and then when I went to bed, I put it on. So I watched about two and a half. I don't think I finished the very end of it. I think I fell asleep by the by the end of last night. And then when I and then when I woke up, yeah, um, Penny, my son 
could stay up. He's a little older. He's able. He took a nap. Was able to stay up and watch it with me at midnight, and I let him do it because it's like, why not? It's fun. Straight A student. Let's do it. But um, my my daughter couldn't stay up, so we woke up early and we watched it again this morning. Um, and so yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, I I didn't. It wasn't tedious to me. There was. It was um interesting to me to watch it, not knowing what's going on, and then to watch it, and then knowing what the eventualities of and why those weird the popsicle shit is super fucking creepy when you know what's actually going on she took that stupid motherfucker out gave him cookies and gave him a fucking popsicle and the motherfucker bought everything she was saying hook line and sinker he's a fucking idiot and he's like being manipulated by her but it's so fucking stupid like like on his part and uh you know he's such he's, he's very simple so, anyways, though, uh, yeah, the, the robots are coming after them. We get to the to the to the uh, shipyard. They do that little thing where they where they jump. The uh, the uh, train sequence was 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 fine. I am I'm, I'm a little like Star Wars has done its train sequences now, so I'm a little bit like okay, I'm good with that. We're at the end of the train. No shit. Like yeah, like I just I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't actually appreciate the um the Aladdin trust me and they hold hands to make the jump yeah no, how about I'll... we just jump how about we just jump you know it's uh, yeah <laughs> yeah we're trying to be inconspicuous let's just stare at the robots that are staring back at us and then run in a guilty manner across yeah well well of... no, re- remember know, remember <laughs> he's an idiot she's fine she's the yeah agent. but it's Right, but we don't know that as the audience, so I have to go at right. that moment with the logic of what they're going through. Right? But if you want to go, what, so, what if you want to go with the logic of what they're going through? She should have called the fucking robot. Said, "Here he is. Get him." Right. He's he's already broken. He's already broken yeah. his probation. Uh, yeah. So, like, what's you know. the point of having like people? We'll get to it. I don't want. Well, well the, the the fun of it Look, is we me. get to jump off of a moving train. <laughs> and, and we get this that, cool that shot a of a good shot car. this is giant you know volume wall with the crane that can lift up you know gives you the scale i imagine this looked even better if you were on set right like being able to see this like probably looked pretty impressive <clears throat> how well it translates to here it just looks like a cool visual effect shot right but yeah it is cool I, although when they got here i'm like how are they supposed to carry all this shit back if they can't even get on a train? Like, like mm-hmm. <laughs> what stuff are they going to get? Like, and we, we eventually see it, but this is what's going through my head right now. Like, you know, I guess he doesn't. Plus, his hey. glasses never fly off when they jump off a whole train. He's got the world's most steadiest glasses of all time, dude. Like, I don't want to bring physics into it, Jason. You know, I'm a, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an educated man who shouldn't you don't be bringing Star Wars glasses. Star Wars, Star Wars glasses <laughs> use use. <laughs> thermal molecular molecules that's it made a little noise face. rob in that one scene so they, they, they stuck to his head like thunk right it made the revenge of the sith thunk thing on his now face. we agree that so, you sound dumb it's solved it's solved it's stupid mm-hmm. like you got me like, hey how does indiana jones's <laughs> hat stay on don't give a fuck um <laughs> it doesn't stay on it he has to that's the whole point like he had to grab it under the door remember one time Things filled um, with chiggers. Jesus. Chittering. This place is filthy. Chittering. <laughs> I like that. Oh, those things scare me, dude. Those little are, pincher bugs. Yeah. Are, oh. are are those like are those like like actual things that are just like infesting it? Or are those things do those things like eat it and break it down? I started getting a little cyberpunky on it. I was like, is that just a, a rodent, so to speak? Or it's or a rodent. Because that... if it was eating stuff, then it would be yeah. eating through like these bugs would be eating all of Coruscant, right? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I don't know. Every I mean, metal thing. Well, I mean, maybe you know, maybe just metal. maybe deactivate him. I don't know. Star Wars. But yeah, so... the concept art for this scene was better, by the way. Mm-hmm. At the end of the episode. Yeah. There's a, the last two sequences on this series. The concept art was way better than what they ended up shooting. I'm curious to know what the the translation well, it, was. Well, the, the, I think the translation is the volume of work. Clearly, yeah. In my opinion, like Effort. there's just so much. Well, I mean, you only have so much time to make the show. You know, if you could have forever to get something like as perfect as can be, I think they. I think they did a. I think it's still a. I think think for a Disney Plus television show, I still give it an A. You know, this isn't Kenobi. No, the last you know scene I mean? only had two humans in the uh, in the concept art. They had a Mon Cal and the other one and other people in costume was easier to make the concept art. I, I actually think the uh, um, the end set for the for the where the Mando cult is uh, where the covert where the armor is. I think that looks like fucking Knott's Berry Farm. I don't think it looks good. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it looks like the Kenobi yeah. cave. Yeah, it doesn't. I was look telling good. you, Lens Flare. Um, yeah, I got that. I got that in there for you guys. A little bit of JJ is like, oh, I came. No, drink. No. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to drink flare. it. Remember, they made that. They mm-hmm. made Knowles lens flares for the Phantom Menace. So every lens flare is a digital lens flare. I had that stupid plugin. Yeah, and then so this is weird, right? So let's say you the reverse logic here. You're setting the dude up because you want to see if he'll see something, and we have to get him caught in the act. Why yeah. have officers? go into the fucking ship with their flashlights so you run out you don't turn your flashlights off right it's like you're running out and then you have them run all the way out and i don't know it's just you know again it's like well, an once again it, it, it's for, it's it's for bit. dramatic conceit otherwise I you would just it. let him get back to the house and wait for him to walk up to his porch and put the cups on him i mean that's what a cop would have done right in, re- in reality they wouldn't have got in the helicopter and went and did it but i i, I guess you could also say that maybe they're trying to make it um traumatic for him therefore he learns what happens when you don't fall in line you know what i mean there is they are still a society there is still some like we were seeing oppression even in a healthy society whether it's healthy or not there's going to be oppression there's going to be some sort of consequence for not doing what they want you to do they don't have entrapment laws when the cop tells you to keep doing something and keeps you on the, not and, when and you're that and take this, I don't not know. <laughs> yeah, not when you're when you're when you're probably in, in being charged with ethics violations. She and, opened uh, the door. It'd be on one thing release. if we went back and he had opened the doors and he had unlocked everything, you know, and she was just suggesting things. But she actually opens the doors and like if if a cop walks you into a bank, opens up the vault, takes the money out, hands it to you, tells you to put it in your back, and then arrests you, I don't know if that's gonna fly in court, man. Like well, I just don't know about re- that one. Rob, like, remember, he doesn't get due process from this. He just goes into therapy. He's probably know, already signed. He's probably already signed. They, signed they away his yeah, signed away his rights yeah. for that shit. You know, uh, is what I'm thinking. But you know, but this is also to like show us what it looks like when dopey new republic officers like like arrest you <laughs> with their fucking mitt with their fucking mittens on ready to take yeah. a chicken pot pie out of the oven and feed it to you like yeah. like That's, it's mom you're gonna summon the ghosts of holiday specials pass you bring that up jason don't <laughs> don't yeah glasses you know he, never come off though you know when he bought those glasses he was like do what do i seem like john lennon when i have them like do i seem like really cool and everybody's like yeah sure dude like cool but uh and then right here in case there was like any uh wondering is is she a good guy 
at all. No, <laughs> she's not even a little bit. And it's like, and, and uh, I saw somebody saying, was she turning it up? Cause she thought he needed more. I was like, no, no, she's turning it up. Cause she's going to fucking eat a cookie because she's a sadist. She's evil, you know? And um, when he goes into he the like those glasses on at all times, even when they don't need him, like, like no, they, 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 they actually take him off. They actually take him off of him, Rob. You could, you could, let it no, they put on. those on in the goggles, like right. Oh, oh, he gets new, new cool yeah. glasses. Yeah, cool eighties yeah. guy glasses. But um, when when he when he goes in uh, at first, I I watched the scene like I actually rewinded it and I like looked at it, and I think there is maybe a little euphoria when he first starts it, like it is like actually like a good thing. Yeah, he's smiling. Yeah, well, I don't know if he's smiling, but he's like he's like sort of like. I don't know. I think he's just He's like we're all just drinking cum in here. Like this yeah. Is like a big yeah. <laughs> Snoopy snow cones with the cum makers. That's wonderful. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it could help soothe traumatic memories and that kind of jazz. So this is sort of like 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 I was saying in Meg's Discord today. I'm like, I kind of read the scene as like when you go when you are mentally ill and you get electroshock and then you feel better. Like it, it is think- it can be good for you, but but it, also the empire, the way that they do it is they turn that shit up to ten and turn it into yeah. like a torture yeah, device, the, like Pinochet would have used in Chile. You know, Kane grew up watching Return to Oz. She's like, yeah, just electrocute him. It's fun, like just like shock therapy. It's good times. It's forever. This is the worst voice I've ever heard in a Star Wars show. I'm gonna be honest with you. This one really yeah. fucking. This annoyed me to no end. I'm like, I don't want to be the dude, man. I don't want to go on the show and tell everyone I love the man. This is the worst voice. Yeah, uh, before this, it was uh, the guy. one on Boba Fett, right? Was it? Kenobi the truck, Kenobi. Yeah, the Kenobi one. Yeah, you got hey! right. yeah. The problem is I remember the Larry version where he just goes, ah! like, I'm like, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> no, you're right, the Kenobi one. This is so bad. And the, the, again, this right here, the concept art was better. Where it was just two humans, and the mind flare was black. It was imperial looking, and they totally flipped it around. On this is way more effort. I don't know. Like, but this. this well, is... well, we 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 saw in the episode that like he's wanting to salvage imperial equipment because it's it 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 could be used for good. It's not garbage. It's still something that like actually as a tool could be used. And they're like, nah, we're just we're just gonna do away with all of it. You know. So I'm guessing that like this is a product of that design, of that design cue. I don't know. This Does is that make uh, sense? the new Star Tours ride, the Mind Flare. <laughs> the <It> Mind Flare. <laughs> yeah. But once again, this moment though, it did, I don't think it was forced. I think the scene was going to be written just like this it for the most part, trap. either way. And then I think oh. that if they made it the Mon Call, <laughs> which then made it oh. meta, which then people groaned about but ultimately i think it's like i think your average um <clears throat> person just watching star wars and watching this moment and i don't think it will i wish it could anything. be an average person who didn't know any better but 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 check him out <laughs> it was a trap uh, <laughs> look at his dumb face I know. it was a trap just look at his dumb face but yeah yeah um the actual uh i think the problem with the sequence wasn't even necessarily the voice it was the amount of dialogue given to the puppet. You never really see Amaral Akbar start talking about his past and what 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 he went through or anything <laughs> like we that. He just goes, "Oh no! <laughs> oh shit! 
It's a trap! <laughs> oh! You know, it's just shit like that. And Solo like, should have been about a beer run! <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Whereas this one, he's like, let me tell you about the time I was Oh, let me tell you about the time yeah. I watched old Kenobi tried to mind flare. Felt pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this fucking dude. The dumbest oh, man. hat in Star I, Wars. I hate <laughs> what he did to Ted Lasso when he fucked over Ted Lasso. That was so fucking fucked up, man. Hey man, that starts up tonight. I can't wait to it start up last night. Bitch. Season three. You're late. Huh? I, I was on last. Uh, night. I'm not late. I went to bed on time, bitch. <laughs> you met, no, you're yeah, fake, me and you're, your kids. We learned to go to bed on time, Jason. No, stay stay up, late. up. You're a fake Ted Lasso man. We watched Ted Lasso <laughs> and then Mando. No, it was up last fake night. Though. Ted Lasso fan because I went to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, big fan. You got me. I'm the big one who fan. made you watch it, but okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now <laughs> the student has surpassed the master. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. now yeah. I am the master. You're a real credit no. to this program, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but he he did he did remind me of that guy though, like that little swarmy yeah. guy who fucks over Ted Lasso. You know, he's kind of yeah. And then yeah, we see him right. They're like this should give Let him me some just relief. Leave you in here with the controls. Puts it at, like, puts it at three. You know, and then right here he's like, ah, yeah. I'm seeing puppies and unicorns and bigs. Big it's like to watch Freezy in VR, right? Right. right <laughs> like little VR goggles. I think that's mm-hmm. pretty close. Look at that face. Look at that. That is, yeah, that is Freezy. Oh, there he is. There's Freezy in VR. Yeah, that might be Freezy. Yeah. Freezy. Oh, why did you tell now, us? Now you imagine. The, the imagine double. you, Cher, and Celine Dion. This. This. What? Right. Yeah, what? Yeah. I'd rather not. Oh, appreciate it, man. You watching tra- transition porn on the on there in the VR? All right. So, anyways, yeah. Then she goes. She turns that shit up. Look, look at the uh, dials. She has some old uh, bass, treble, and mid uh, dials from an old stereo there. And uh, so, but she turns turns the uh, dial up, and then he's like, "Oh no, my memories." But I I, I kind of think uh, I I almost like. Uh, wondering if there's going to be some ramifications for this like like does she like you know do that he loses his memories but they will come back like you will work back through them and does he start working back through them and while he's doing it he starts spilling the beans about what's going on with all of the shit and some people are going to believe him and some people aren't going to believe him because they or will he literally spill a can of imperial beans on the floor oh likes memes right hey (laughs) you know clever maybe but yeah. i've been really critical of this dude's writing since boba fett just so y'all know like i gave it all a huge pass until that season i'm uh, like nope jason no, you're getting, you're getting jason here. i can't wait till mando comes back so people don't yeah think I hate Star yeah you, you warned me you warned me you warned <laughs> me dude. boba like, fett no, changed everything for me i'm like i'm not i'm not I'm dude not, i'm not up for it i like mandalorian it's just not as good as people say it is it's really fun but it's not that fucking deep. It's going to be season one and two, that's for sure. Well, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it just the, the 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 warts were 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 hidden behind the simplicity of the scenarios. But now, once you get three seasons into a show, you can't keep being that simple. Like it's got to start, you know, getting more into the the the, the bigger world, and the bigger lore. And I think like a lot of fans are going to be in, and then some people are going to be out because the, I think the people that like got into this because Grogu was cute are going to be out, mm-hmm. like pretty hard 100%. on it but also uh for what it's worth the ratings thing that's going around is actually fucking stupid 
and people are misinterpreting all of that shit completely wrong. Um, they're like, oh, Kenobi, you know, had like a huge numbers and it didn't beat Kenobi, but it's like uh, Kenobi's Obi-Wan fucking Kenobi with like 40 years of lore and fans behind it to build up to that show. This is a Boba Fett knockoff and Boba Fett does really, really well um, because it's fucking Boba Fett who also has years of lore behind him and the name behind him. And then this comes out and does the same as Boba Fett, beating its old records. And people are like, oh, the show's canceled. It's done. And it's like, no, you're, you're wrong. You're, you're actually actually really stupid. This is the show actually growing. The show has grown and you're, you're, and you're saying it's a failure. How do you win with that fucking logic? It's impossible. Well, that's what I had to say. But look at look at this look at the psycho. She eats a fucking cookie while she while she's eating the cookies that she fucking baited him with while she fucking fries his brain. You know, so right there, that's how we know she's a Gideon girl. You know, and uh, and there is a conspiracy to cover. Gideon's tracks, Palpatine's tracks, Snoke's tracks, the First Order's tracks, whatever it's, however you want to look at it. And she's there on the inside. And uh, if you think about it, she's actually a pretty good place to put an asset like that. I love all these ideas, Jason. I love all these ideas. I don't like the execution. Okay, I don't like the but, execution I mean, at all. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bummer a... because when you're like, these ideas are great. It's just, man, it's just a bummer that you just didn't get a few more people. I don't know. Like it's double the episode length, I guess, or whatever you got to do. But look, man, yeah. look, if, well, if, it's, no, if no. it's the highest it's, rated it's, season of Rob, Mando ever and they it's just the keep doing it, then it's the opposite. This is, this was, this was like one of the longest episodes ever. And the more that you give people, the more they bitch, the, the less you show them, the more their mind fills in. And then they think it's great. I mean, that's just, that's just the truth. That that's, that's what happens with star Wars. Well, like, I'm, not, like, I'm I'm telling you that you could have took this stuff and just interlaced it with the last two episodes and and mm -hmm. evened out that 38 to 45 to 59 and sort of but given it an even 45 across the board. I it's guess it's also a TV show. It. It's a TV show though too, and that is where you that's where that's where you take detours and where you explore shit like what was Pershing's day like on Tuesday or what is what do they call it? B -b yeah, but day? the execution of Something? it is I don't mm -hmm. know. like, hey man. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad some. I'm glad Star Wars Santa loves everything. You know why are you blaming Santa? I love it. I, I love uh, the because he picked. He came in here talking shit. But oh, okay. That's what he gets. <laughs> yeah, but visual effects on this were brilliant. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love uh, I love her ship too. I love both of these ships. The end one was like was like my my favorite ship from the prequels. And her ship is my favorite ship from the from the Clone Wars. That style of Mando ship, and like I like seeing something them else. Something else that dawned on me. So when he went to to um, Palimoto for that R5 unit to get the part for IG-11, right? And then she goes, no, 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 you take R5. He goes, I don't got anywhere on my ship for an R5 droid. Yeah. I'm like, well, where the fuck were you going to put an IG-11 droid? Like, it's just out of curiosity. <laughs> like, it's going like, to fold up. When like you got IG him working, when yeah, you got it, him working, what was your plan to shove him in that fucking thing? Like, just out the, of curiosity. In Dennis, we see what the battle droids do. That's probably what he'll do. They're probably like, you know, how they unfold. But they, he would take up the same amount of space as an R5 droid, right? Like, if he folds over and yeah, grabs his own, like, he's going to take there. a shit, right? Like, like, mm -hmm. like but, I'm not being mean, but if he does that, that squat technique yeah. where he grabs his knees, that's about the same size as an yeah. R5 droid. I just... 
yeah, I don't know about that line when I'm like, but your whole plan was to take a droid somewhere. He's going to go in the pod where the droids go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a weird, just one of those things where you're like, would you really think, would that character be thinking that? I don't know. Uh, you know what? It's not even an issue because they didn't do it. And when I know, when, I look, I had the same conversation with myself, and I go, "Do I bring it up on the show?" Yeah, yeah, I'll bring yeah. it up on the show. So well, I'll and, just be that guy everyone hates, you know. No, <laughs> no, and and because I mean, I think when we get, when, I'm guessing when we get the IG11 stuff later, he just rides in, um, he just goes in a uh, um, Bo-Katan ship. So, right. so kind of like, yeah, I, I was, I was surprised we we got back to his ship at all. I kind of didn't think we were going to. I thought they would just sort of streamline them together from from this point on, but nope. And then your favorite. So, so this guy, uh, one thing I, I think of note here, um, if you're following along, is uh, everybody, you know, he's the one who's always talking shit. He's the one who's like, Dan, you're a fucking failure. <laughs> yeah. And but when everybody's getting patted on the back for for coming back into the cult, uh, he's the only one who doesn't do it. Yeah. He gives them a little look too. Right? He's he's gonna gonna look, little, yeah. He's gonna like turn on them or some shit. Jason, do you think he's gonna like but he lost the last time he tried, right? Last episode he picked a fight with him, remember? Yeah, I mean if yeah, if I'm just if I'm just like yeah, they they fight and they they train fight and what do you call it? Like on and they fight in the first the first season of the show. So so I I say I see it because going two ways. Either they actually duke it out and we get a Robin Hood with little John kind of friendship that forms out of this this kind of thing or he's going to see that they're rising in the ranks. And he's gonna probably betray them to Gideon and then try to try to try to do what they always do, which is fucking civil war it and separate, and then uh then that'll be the end of him. Probably maybe he'll get the eye of the Iger, right? Like, <laughs> we'll do that training, they'll they'll run together on the beach or something. Like, like Yeah. <laughs> but, Look at that. Yeah. I love that one. When I saw that when this happened, I'm like, Jason's gonna snap this. I know he's <laughs> got his hands over, he's doing the Superman cod piece bit, he's doing the yeah. head tilt. It's perfect. It's perfect doing shot. it. He's doing it. Yeah. And then right here, he's like, I've, I saw, I have a vial of my cum. I'm here. They're, they're drinking this on Coruscant now. <laughs> We're just giving oral knots all kinds of like, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, Jason, that's You're a, that's the a deleted scene in this episode that no one saw. Mm-hmm. They were on those gauntlets. And Mando's like, oh, shit, I forgot to take a sample of the living waters. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's like, "Well, Bo, I know you drank that Dr Pepper a while back. You got any in the tank?" She's like, "All yeah. right, give me a second. So it's kind of lucky that Paz Vizsla nor the Amra took a sip of it. <laughs> he's like, "He's like, hey, Bo, uh, I gotta be honest with you. Uh, when I was hanging out with the Action Jackson, we partied kind of hard and did a little bit of cocaine. Uh, can you pee in this for me? So when I go back to the covert and they test my pee, I pass. And then there you go." Exactly. Honestly, I just thought it was a Wookiee's tampon, like because it's pretty big. Dude. You know, like, also, what was the armor looking for? Like when the armor takes the sample and pulls it into the the cauldron, like what what is she looking for specifically? Memes. <laughs> she sees memes. <laughs> Mandalorians. No, yeah, that, that that's what I think. It's, 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 called, waters. it's called the living waters. So I'm guessing that there's yeah. some sort of like microorganism or something in the water that like identifies it. You know. And obviously, when she puts it into the cauldron and to the forge thing, um, it reacts in a way I think that that signifies that's what it is. 
So there's probably something at some expanded universe book that I'm never going to read that explains exactly why that makes sense. But I've no also idea. no offense, J- Jason. You ever you ever go into a lake? Right. Yeah. I did once when I was a kid. You don't wash that shit off. You're gonna smell like that lake for a fucking week, dude. Like, oh yeah. They should be reeking right about now. Like, Lakes are mossy. Smell that. You know, you should be like, oh fuck, dude. Like, you smell yeah. Like you smell like a Gordian's dick. You know what I mean? Like, well, that was that was mossy and um, like the uh, the uh, water the water scenes. <laughs> I was wondering if they filmed the water underwater scenes at El Dorado Park because there is like a man-made lake there that's really gross and dirty. And uh, kind of the underwater if, was really good. Yeah, I wondered the if they way, filmed compared to, like, that the there. Kenobi shots, it was or super if, good. Or if they just, you know, did the old tarp down and filled up a hole with water kind of trick. You know, who knows? I know one um, thing though. Santa was very entertained, as he says in his comment. No, oh. <laughs> he still doesn't like the prequels, though, Meg. You figured that one out. Like, you figured that one out. I did. Yeah. Confused. I'm confused. And in case you guys were wondering. <laughs> He really, he really does have that that come in that vial. He shows it again. <laughs> he keeps showing it. He's like he can't stop. He's like, look, everybody. Um, Want to listen to some Moby? He fell into the depths and I pulled him out. <laughs> she says, and so so, so says, right yeah. here, so so right here, she is is literally like like th- that's that's big though, because the assumption was she was going to run to them saying, guys, Mythosaur's back. It's a thing. Like, like everybody, like it's real, we, we, you know, it's a big deal, but in actuality, she's withholding that for herself. There's some power in that, that she realizes that it, she doesn't want to tell them yet, or if she's even going to, I still think it's going to be a, a, a season finale surprise. I still think she's like, they're going to be fighting Gideon on that lake. Everything's going to seem like it's like all is lost. And I think she's going to bust out of that ice lake on that, on that monster and then be the true ruler at that point. Like that's that's my working theory, and I'm sticking to it. So Jason, what are the? I think she's pregnant. Sorry, oh man. shit. Okay. Oh, sorry. I was just saying. I think Bo-Katan is pregnant because if Din gives her his living waters, and he went into the depths, didn't pull out. Right. The only right. guy she was with the whole se- the whole episode uh, alone was Grogu. Like, I'm just going to be honest, unless she's a groomer. He's 50. <laughs> I mean, he's 50 years old. What do you want? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just... Chris, you know it's like to date a little person who's 50, right? Like, like... <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Willow got canceled today. I don't want Willow coming after me. Where do the crusty old dudes fit into the whole story now? Like, what... Are they going to be like against? I don't like where. Where do you see them fitting into the plot? Wait, who? The cross, the old dark man and the white man. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we we have the the, the covert is growing. <coughs> um, um, there's some big mandos coming. There's some other men. Do I have water? What the hell's going on here? There, there's there's some mandos coming in future episodes that are going to be a big deal. And in a couple of days, I'm going to be gloating about something. Meg, did you get pregnant in the living waters too? <laughs> you know it. Technically, cum is living water, right? Like, let's just be thinking about it. For a like, Dude, it I'm is. drinking water. And, and <laughs> Bo-Katan even asks Din if, if he enjoyed it. She's like, did you see anything down there? And he's like, you know, you've been out here for, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it. It's YouTube, but... <laughs> Careful, Meg. They record these shows, you know. <laughs> it's gonna be there forever. Yeah, Din, Din, you are redeemed. 
and then she redeems her and says, until then, you're one of us. And as Bespin brought up earlier on in the show, he has video of her without her helmet on fighting Axe Wolves. So probably like the last scene of the series of the season will probably be the armor <coughs> forging her new mythical armor, maybe. And I think that um, Katie Sackhoff was pregnant during this season, and putting the helmet on might be sort of a way of, of maybe dealing with that logistically. I don't know if one hundred percent that's what it is, but that's that's a, an assumption on my part. So, <clears throat> but yeah, so for for now, for, for the mid season, she's one of them. And we know that's not gonna not gonna stick forever. But um so welcome Bo Katan of Clan Crees. So there we go. So and we're gonna have a well, I just made a weird noise. We just had a um we, we, we know that we're gonna have more clans joining up that are gonna be found somehow. We're gonna have people from all over the the, the Star Wars mythos that are related to that stuff showing up. And I think Meg had a a fun theory. I don't know if you're the originator of the theory, but I'm going to cite you as the person who told it to me or asked me. You're like, do you think Christopher Lloyd is her dad? That's what you asked me the other other day. Uh, and I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, wow, that would be interesting if she seems to have reverence for him. So if he is alive, that would be like a big, you know, revelation that he's alive. But also like there would have to be something weird where he's like, you know, abandons his daughter and uh, stuff like that but i'm like it could be it could My go that way that it was in a flashback to the clan wars so mm. he doesn't need to be alive in the time okay. but do you know if christopher lloyd's character is in the present day yeah that's that well that's this is the whole thing this is the thing that i need to clarify is that it i know that there's the crusty old white clan leader and the old dark skin clan leader and that they're in opposition, and then they come together. That stuff was filmed at the same time that that was being filmed. Christopher Lloyd is cast, so I believe that it. My belief, not my no one hundred percent, is that it. There was a stand-in for Christopher Lloyd because he's an he's an older man now. He's not going to do every single thing that he doesn't need to do. Is that Christopher Lloyd is the is that same character? But for a lot of those moments, that was not Christopher Lloyd. So I don't have a smoking gun that Christopher Lloyd is, in fact, the Klan leader. That's not 100% like right there. That's not that's that's a that's sort of like circumstantial evidence and based off of the fact that they were filming in the same spots and stuff like that. So I would love to have like that that smoking gun on that. But for all I know, he's a completely different character. For all I know, he's Pershing's mad scientist Pershing's replacement. You know, it could it could go that way, but uh, I do know that a dark skinned and a light skinned clan you leader think- will come into into play here, and uh, they will be in opposition, and then they will be united, is what I was told. Do you think he'll get a cat, mm-hmm. Pershing's Ooh. cat? No. But you think he'll? Because Favreau likes puns, right? Like he'll get a cat, yeah. a loft cat, one of those weirdo loft cats. Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally. Just- screen cap the bottom of the player there <laughs> but um, um at the end we have bo katan who's now though she's in the cult she's looking at the mythosaur she didn't tell them she withheld it she deceived din about his experience and um has the secret knowledge that it that thing is real and that that prophecy is coming true what does it mean 
I don't know. I mean, it. like I said, I, I, I think it's going to be a secret Trump card at the end that's just going to pull out and uh, use it to, like, save the a day. But <clears throat> apparently she has no interest in telling them this episode. <laughs> so I don't know. You guys, you, what do you, you guys have any thoughts on that? Or are you just like where I'm at with it? I'll let you guys speak if you want. Do you have any oh, thoughts on it? Oh, now, cool. now Rob will let people speak when nobody wants to. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Rob. Go ahead, but, go ahead and talk, Jason. Like, no, no, it's, it's yours. <laughs> I throw it to you. I throw it to you, man. I don't, I don't know how restoring Mandalore is like a big deal. Like, I'm saying it can be. I'm just saying, like, it's not like a. Hey, did you see Last of Us when they restored a city? I don't know if that's the a story Dude, that you hook a whole audience on. You don't know? you want to make so America great again? It's just a lot of people standing there going, should we do what we should do? We should bring glory. That's not like a, an antagonist. It's not a driving thing. So I think like, like I guess if Gideon comes back and then he wants Mandalore. Everyone wants Mandalore, but it's just been sitting there the whole fucking time. So it's like, I don't know. Man. <laughs> it's filled with Morlocks and, and Grievouses. You know, so like, I don't know, like, right? Yeah. Like, it's got a bunch of grievances well, and Morlocks and. Wasn't the whole premise? Man. Wasn't the whole premise of this show to the re- restoration of Mandalore? And now yeah. we're, we're into that. That was the whole premise of the show. So, but I, I would think these clans would actually be physically fighting, but they're not. Like, it'd be one thing if they were like at war with one another. They're just at like argumentative arguments like hey it's my loan apostate get off it you know like it's like i don't know it'd be if they were really at war rob rob it'd be one thing rob just keep watching this show we're not there yet oh i have no choice like where where have i got no but i mean (laughs) i mean (laughs) the the uh like no but like the the uh the uh, con the conflict and the unification is going to happen you know what I mean? It's not. Uh, they it's execute not, it's, great, but that's just my thought on it right now. Well, is like based off of of your vibes about everything, I'm going to say that there is no execution that you're going to like from John Favreau at this point. <laughs> like, not it true. Does, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't. I don't know. We'll it's see. Not true. We'll it's see. Not true. But um, really quickly, Willow was canceled after season one on Disney Plus. This is a deadline exclusive. There will be no second season of Willow. Disney Plus's live action original series based on the 1988 fantasy film directed by Ron Howard. The news comes two months after the eight-episode uh, first season of the show, which served as a sequel to the classic movie, ended its run on the streaming platform. Willow, which picked up years after the events of the film, did not have the zeitgeist cultural impact of the original, but was well-received by critics. Uh, those were fucking, at first, the first fucking little deceiving glimpse, getting an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. While the series won't continue, Willow remains an important IP in the Lucasfilm library, so it may be revisited in the future. I don't fucking think so after a failed series and a film that didn't uh, underperformed. Um, the news comes as Lucasfilm has been releasing its film slate, taking time or yeah, reassessing its film slate, taking time to identify the next movie in the Star Wars franchise, which they've already done. That's not that's that's not true. Meanwhile, the company has built a sizable Star Wars TV footprint on Disney Plus with such series as the live-action hit The Mandalorian and the upcoming Ahsoka, Acolyte, and Skeleton Crew, as well as Animated Fair. The cancellation also comes amid increased scrutiny at the media companies, including Disney, which has been curbing streaming content spending in search of profitability. Willow introduced new characters and is set in a world where brownies, sorcerers, trolls, and other mystical creatures flourish. 
no, they actually in the in the series existed in a world where they mocked them and didn't appreciate anything about the majesty of the troll. Um, an unlikely group of heroes set on a dangerous quest to place places far beyond their home, where they must face their inner demons and come together to save their world. And then it says the cast, blah 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 blah. James uh, Jonathan Kasdan, uh, who let me down, uh, blah 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 blah, and Michelle Rajawan, who's gone, blah blah blah, blah and. Bob Dolman, who said that the experience was like have, well, having somebody look over your shoulder the whole time, uh, it's done. So that's that. Willow didn't work. It's broken. They'll probably never re- re- revisit it ever again. Um, and uh, But the only positive side to it being canceled, the positive side of it not being canceled was maybe they would fix it. Maybe it would course correct and be, have this huge blemish on it. But my take is with it going this way, maybe someday they just sweep this under the rug and do it again, but probably not in my lifetime. <laughs> so bye, Willow. <clears throat> nice knowing Jason, you. Jason, chat GPT4 is just waiting for you to write your own Willow fan <clears throat> fiction. You can get um, all the Willow, unlimited Willow stories. Chat GPT to write my fanfic. I can do it myself. Willow comes home, takes off his boots. Kaya, where's my fucking chicken wings? That's that's scene one. But uh <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. But uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, I, I liked the episode of, of 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 Mando. It was fucking weird. It was strange. I I think that like it was an experiment. How close can you do the Western Star Wars, you know, fucking Mando thing? And how close can you put the Andor kind of you know slice of life fucking story in it? And I don't know if it actually like truly works, but it's weird. I appreciate, I think it was a brave attempt. I think it was a, a fun experiment. I think the TV shows are the places to try different things and weird things. And, uh, you know, was it the most exciting episode of the season or of the series? Not for me, <laughs> but uh, Chris won't be watching it again. I don't think anytime soon, unless he does a whole series rewatch and decides I'm going to power through it. Rob, you, you I gotta watch it. it with the wife, so I gotta I have to watch it. But I'm, but, but watch it, watch it again. Well, no, when you when you watch it again, <laughs> look at it from the perspective of knowing what happened, though, like knowing what's actually going on, like the what the motivations are. It's it's it, it's not a bad second rewatch for that way. It might it might mitigate the shit for you. And Meg, are you are you with us? Are you still here, Meg? We got you, Miss Biscuit. Yeah, what 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 were your your like closing? Yeah, any closing thoughts on the episode before we go? I really like it. I'd say I probably like it more than most people did, but that's because I live for the cloning stuff in Star Wars generally. Like when they said Palpatine's back for Rise of Skywalker, I was so excited. I read those um, Dark Empire comics back in the day, where Luke discovers that Palpatine's alive somehow. That's always intrigued me. So. I'm here for it. And I think, yeah. as you were saying, we've not seen the fruition of where this leads. So hopefully it's one of those things where you look back and you're like, I want to watch that Pershing episode again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched, I've seen it three times. I don't hate it. I definitely don't hate it. So, it, mm-hmm. but, but we have uh, four people here. Two liked it. Two could probably do without it, apparently. So, so I'm going to say, not the most successful fan or crowd pleaser of, a, of an episode. But um, I think if it pays off, 
that's the other thing. If it lays groundwork that I see coming coming to play as the series goes on and in interesting ways, then I'll be like, okay, you know that that was worth it. That weird day, that weird exposition is, you know, it was was cool. And Bespin Bulletin, um, who would not come on the show because he's a fucking stuck up bitch, uh, says I've seen it twice. I like it more than episode one. You mean the Phantom Menace or? Or you like it more than the first episode of the season. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sorry about calling you a bitch, Bespin. I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah. Okay. Well, anyways. Before we Bespin. go. Oh, before we go. I have a Spreezy exclusive. Not a Making Star Wars exclusive. Because if, what? It's wrong, if it's wrong, I don't want you to get, like, the blame and all that. So if it's wrong, it's all on me. It's all on. This is a Spreezy exclusive. I have an exclusive. Okay. Let's call, we call this a Spreezy spray. Yeah, so please don't blame Jason if it's wrong, but I have, I believe, strongly believe in 99.9% sure yeah. that uh, Cobb Van is in season three. Yeah. And you just made my day. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, is I this a feeling or, or, or did somebody did somebody tip you off to this? Someone tipped me off to that, that he's in season three. I don't know what he does. I don't know where he goes. But my personal opinion, and this is just straight out me, is yeah. he will be the new marshal of Navarro. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot back that up, but I am 99.99% sure that he's in season three. And that is a Spreezy exclusive. So if it's wrong, Spreezy. it's not a Spreezy spray. Thing. It's on me. But yeah. I'm, it's no longer Freetown. Okay. It's Come Town. Is where we make all the cum. <laughs> and we get it. I've also, like, I've, I've heard that. Um, pretty confident that um, if I'm wrong, uh, Rob, I'll live stream Taco Bill. Don't, you. don't. When you lose bets, you never. You welter. Uh, don't even, don't even go I there. One. <laughs> I lost one bet. I've, I've got an exclusive, by the way. I think. Um, I think Chris is in the next episode. Chris is is really the. Marshal of Navarro. He's just saying that because then he's got his character's name is Bob Kanth. So he makes <laughs> us think it's Cobb Vanth, but really he's like, no, I'm, I'm the real Marshal. Nah, it's me. That's um, what I, think, I think he'll be the Marshal of Navarro. I cannot back that up, but I've been told that he's in season three. So, so two things. We're <laughs> going to call those breezy sprays, and your catchphrase is say it, don't spray it. Okay. That's that's okay. what that's what that's what we're going with. But I only said that now because because Bestman's in the chat, so he's going to write an article. And not not you know he, you know he never. Well, did you get that? Did you get that information from the hot mic? Did you give hot mic a hundred dollars and, and they <laughs> they told him two weeks later? That... Yeah, two weeks later. <laughs> two weeks later, they told him we're not answering all these questions. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. <laughs> so like, sorry, dude. <laughs> so sorry. I I would have warned you against a hundred at once. Like, <laughs> if you just asked me, I would have told you, don't do that. Like, be clear. Don't if people want to give me a hundred dollars, I will sit here and meticulously go over all every dollar <laughs> of your of your super chat, and. uh yeah, because you know what? That's why I don't make the big money. I don't, I don't, I don't nag you guys enough. <laughs> Best position was hot. Um, like I cover it. I don't know if you guys saw on Instagram, but Rosario Dawson is in the next um, Mando episode, Ahsoka. 
Oh, she she confirmed it? I, I'm serious. I'm actually serious. Go yeah. to um, Rosario Dawson's Instagram. She said, um, I Jones for the next Mando episode, dot, 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 hashtag this is the way. Yeah, that, but that could just be her being supportive, right? But next week is Filoni and Favreau's episode. Oh, okay. Let's see. She's wow. talking about chapter 20. Okay, I'm pull, pulling it up right now. Sorry, I was looking good. She's, 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 she's staying, she's staying busy. She's got five that way. This is, it's, it's her, like her newest, uh, Mm-hmm. Her newest post. Is she yeah. in, is she in front of like a a season three sign? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Okay. You know, you know, Instagram it wants to make you like sign in and get body metric data and everything before it'll let you click on the image. One sec. <laughs> no, I have her doing my best Wonder Soka impression for this Wonder Woman Wednesday. That's what I, I'm getting. Did she already delete it? No, that's not the one. Is it a real? I, I'm looking at it right now. Can I send it to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send it to me in the in the chat right here. Because I might I might click on that shit and it's like being like, oh. I sent yeah. on Discord. Okay, let me see. Uh-uh. Let's see. Let's see what's going on here. Wait. Yeah. It says. Okay. Wait. Wait. Where Where does she say this though? Literally in the text post. I see doing my, my best impression this Wonder Woman Wednesday as I jones for the next Mando episode. Okay. So that's Yeah. Okay. She's definitely teasing something. Here, let me see. Mm-hmm. Here it goes. For me it's the fact that Feloni and Favreau co wrote the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'm being optimistic. I don't know. No no no, you're not, because because I mean if she's not in it, she's she's um, trolling into to some extent because she has like a little yeah. fucking Ahsoka Tano thing in the corner with like you mm-hmm. know that whole thing. So you know if she Let's see is it sharing? I just got my thing is being stupid. There it goes. This thing does what it wants sometimes because it's a piece of shit. But yeah, yeah, it it definitely. She does seem to be be implying that that she's in it. I mean, it the little Ahsoka thing on the corner is what is what sells me on it. Other than that, I'm like, oh, she's just being supportive of of you know the the co stars of the show that you know it's all intertwined as we move forward. But I hope she's in it. I hope I hope I I don't mind mind seeing some fucking Ahsoka shit. But also, if she is in it. Oh boy, does it make does it make what I think I know of 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 Ahsoka's the model for for that that show a little more confusing? Because like I don't you know, see why she'd say the next episode of Mando. Yeah, instead I'm of with just you. Mando generally. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like no, I mean, if, yeah, this is this is definitely confusing. Mm. But and I, and that's like it's like how do we how do we end up at how do we end up at Ahsoka, you know what I mean? Like, and in, in that that moment, unless is is Ahsoka does does Ahsoka come into play with the arresting of Gideon and like what happens there or something? You know what I mean? Like, like is is there is is she involved in that? Do do we do we see her like like interacting with that element of this or what? 
But... I have a theory. What, yeah, what is the your theory? interceptors today. If the tie interceptors were related to Thrawn, which some fans are saying, could that be like her chasing some breadcrumbs? It's it's possible, but I so what I would say, based off of what I think I know, if those those ties, if they're if they're anybody's that in terms of like uh, the, the closest person to to that location or whatever. Thrawn isn't sending TIE fighters out from where he's at to here at this point. So it would be Morgan Elsbeth who is behind that and has that stuff at her disposal. That That's what I would have to, that's what I would theorize if that would be the case, but I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I have no idea. You know what I mean? That's just, that's just like, like a, a, a theory, but it's very strange. All right, everybody, we got to go. Time is up. We went one hour and 44 minutes for a Mando review. That's too long. That's too much cum drinking. That's too much Willow getting canceled and all kinds of other shit. But Meg, thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. Thank and, you so much. And Chris. Thanks, Meg. And, and Rob. Thank you, Rob. And Chris. And, so, sorry. And <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Everybody. All sorry, sorry, buddy. Rob, Rob hates Star Wars. Rob's Rob's fandom menace. Um, okay, we'll go that... back and rewatch Andor. I hate Star Wars so much. Right. Yeah, do it. Don't <laughs> leave that on um, all day. Well, you know, you, you got to do that one thing, like, oh, I, well, I'm I'm not sexist. Ahsoka is my favorite character. <laughs> no, I um, think that's the I'm one kidding. where they 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 Mary sued the Star Wars universe, right? Like they gave a female no. character all the power, and she saved the Clone Wars and saved Anakin and Obi Wan. She did all the things, right? That didn't happen, Rob. Right? You sound dumb again. Oh no! All right, we'll huh? we'll be back okay. tomorrow at one p.m. Pacific Standard Time to talk about the news du jour. And uh, make sure you like the video. The show's also on Spotify and all that jazz. Um, you know, if you want to listen to us a podcast and on Spotify, you can switch between a podcast and a video show. So if you're like, you know, hey, I'm watching the video. My boss is here. Now it's a podcast. Hit the button. You know, do whatever you want. But anyways, we'll see everybody tomorrow. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with me. I hope everybody enjoyed the show or didn't. Let, let us know in the comments what you think. Like the video. And uh, don't drink Please. your own cum. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! You know you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.